But I was going into Toshi Station, Toshi Station, Toshi Station, Toshi Station. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converter. Power converter. Going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converter. Toshi Station, Toshi Station, Toshi Station. Power converter. Hello and welcome to Toshi Station Radio, where we sell power converters, talk about X-wing, and we're all out of power converters. Time to talk about some X-wing. I'm Matt Newt. I'm Doug Howe. I'm Alex Smittle. Greg Smith. And uh, first off, how's everyone's last two weeks been, guys? Uh, you know, we've been adjusting to going back to work after 11 days off. Has uh, been difficult. <laughs> we got re-addicted to League of Legends, so that was True. good. Uh, you fell back in. You fell New back season in. started. Like, yeah, I uh, finally picked up Squadrons, so you can mm-hmm. stop haranguing me about it, Alex. <laughs> well, I mean, if you play with us, I wouldn't have to bother you. Well, I'm, you know, hit me up some point. I will actually uh, get used to it. I'm still working my way through the uh, the starter missions and the story and the tutorials because, man, this is a weird control scheme to get used to. I've played a lot of different space sims, and I think my brain is stuck in the uh, Elite Dangerous controller layout, and I've been trying to remap my controller because I play on a, a Xbox gamepad to the Elite system, but the... One joystick is throttle, the other one is move. That that's just weird to me. Yeah, it's at least I'm getting used to, but now I'm I'm used to it because I've been playing on the PlayStation. Now I uh, now that I have a new PC, I'll be switching yeah. to that. Indeed, indeed. Uh, Greg, how the last two weeks been for you so far? Um, I had a night shift three day drill on what should have been a four day weekend. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> that um, sucks. <laughs> yeah, super uh, awesome for whoever scheduled that. And then um, I built a TV cabinet for my living room. Finished that yesterday. And uh, the, the toddler ate all the rest of the time up. That they do. They do yeah. that. Yeah. Well, aside from our uh, lives of quiet desperation, there has been some relevant X-Wing news. Uh Tuesday afternoon, shortly before we recorded this, Atomic Mass Games announced via their Twitch channel that there will be news about X-Wing and their other Star Wars games via that same Twitch channel on February 3rd. So this is actually the first, uh, other than the announcement back in November, the first public commentary they've made on the Star Wars games. It looks like they're going to be using uh, Twitter and Twitch as most of their uh, front-facing news going forward, and that seems to be how they've worked with uh, Crisis Protocol as well. So that's going to be really interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out of that. It could be new waves, could be organized play announcements, could be just a general state of the game thing, but either way, we'll be watching and conveying that along to all you guys. Other news-wise... Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I had to remember which button was pushed, Chuck. We do have our local league that is going still reasonably well, the one that we're playing all on. I started uh, out... Going reasonably well for you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm 1-2, well, Doug's 1-2. and two. Uh, I'm 2-2 two and two now, and with a, my loss to Greg, he jumps to 3-1, and one, so as usual, Greg wanders in and uh, starts yeah. just cleaning the floor with all of us. Yeah, Alex, you're next. I certainly am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, ironically, uh, yeah, we pretty much split games between all of the podcast only... Doug, uh, what's going on, man? Uh, I wasn't paying attention. I'm not going to lie. What did you ask? <laughs> <laughs> so we've kind of been uh, splitting games amongst the uh, the, the team here uh, in the league. But, Doug, uh, look at your record. What's going on, man? I'm one and two. What are you talking about? <laughs> I beat Smittle. Are you well, talking about 
splitting wins as opposed to getting flipped. Yeah. I'm pretty like, sure yeah. I split games with both Nudie and Greg. Yeah, I split games with Greg. Yeah, I think Nudie beat both games. Yeah. No, no, like, no I beat Nude once. No, he, he beat me once. It's well, just the, yeah, what are you talking about? That's... I, I'm, I'm talking about the fact that you're not running away with it like you have every other tournament oh, you've entered into I mean, in the last year. That's not actually true. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure every league I've lost one or two games. Yeah. yeah. It's really hard to go undefeated in a league. Also, I'm trying not well, to sunfuck one... people because it makes me feel bad, like we <laughs> talked about this last week. <laughs> <laughs> Winning is fun, sunfuck is not. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but this this league is super weird though because like Matt and I were playing our last game and it was quite literally like if I got over X amount of points why play the rest of the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the, the point where I realized you the moment you killed more than ninety one points of my list I was like let's concede and not get me any saltier. Right. So it's and weird. It's a weird format. Yeah, it is to where you've gotta you've gotta play your first game. Whichever one you choose to play first, hyperspace or extended, you've got to play it out and try and get as much MOV as you can because that's kind of like your your uphill climb in the next game. Yeah, like, I I mean, Ryan's running it in for free, so, like, thanks for doing that. And it's a great league, but I think next time I'd consider making it three games, and then, like, you do one of each, and then if you need a game three, whoever has the better MOV over two games gets to pick the format for the third game. Oh, that would be a neat way of doing it. Well, we've got months to figure that out as well. Yeah, and like this is still a great time, and I'm not taking anything away from Ryan for running it, but uh, that's just a thought that occurred to me that would make mm-hmm. it so that it's not kind of pointless to play game two if you get beat super bad. Yeah, well, it seems like a new format. Did he come up with this? Yeah, as far as, far as I know. Okay, okay, yeah, so it's just something that we'll have to... He's doing this league without actually being able to play it. Yeah, he doesn't have the capabilities yeah, to play. Yeah. Uh, we've got to get I really Ryan do like a good gaming computer. And... We should stream more for him because he hmm? he doesn't get yeah. to play. Or yeah, I might see if Ritz is willing. Yeah. To, I'm playing Ritz tomorrow. See if he's willing to stream. Yeah, we'll even do commentary. And I'll be busy playing Mike tomorrow. So yeah, of course. Well, uh, onto the meat of what we're talking about. Speaking of tournaments and whatnot, we do have the Gold Squadron Flightcast tournaments coming up, put on by, of course, Gold Squadron. They are running them two extended and two hyperspace tournaments that will feed into a championship tournament that's based on your highest finish i believe it's recruits if you got zero to two wins uh veteran if you got three to four and then ace if you got five to six whatever your best finish in one of the four tournaments was that's what championship you get to play in and i think that's a real neat way to do it that way if you're brand new and you just bomb out, you still get a chance to play in a championship tournament with people who are theoretically among your skill level. Kind of like how the pod system for Campaign Against Cancer works. Indeed. Yeah, that's I think it's a great thing to compare to. Yeah. A mm-hmm. macro version of pods, pretty much. Um, Indeed. It's just sorting four tournaments into three other tournaments. So it should be interesting. Yeah. Oh, it's a well, neat system. And good for Dion for coming up with ways to keep Tabletop Simulator interesting. Yeah. Uh, as we saw also in this last week, if any of you were watching the Gold Squadron uh, Twitch stream games, Doug got to play a rather innovative format. Let's do a quick aside to talk it about that one. It was super right? weird. <laughs> uh, so it was uh, it was still a three-foot mat. It was just round instead of square, which actually uh, it takes away a ton of play space. <laughs> it takes like, away almost a quarter it, of the board. Yeah, you don't think of the corners so as being more. that important, but they it are. It took away so much more than I thought it was going to. 
Yeah. Yeah, I saw it on screen. Yeah, the big thing is because you lose the corners, deployment is pretty much forced into the center of the board. Uh, we were shooting on turn one. Uh, yes, it was wonderful. Yeah, it was it was super bizarre. It was a lot of it was a really neat experience. Um, I don't like it would be a very just even more of a just heavy game if it were played on a round map. I'm pretty sure because yeah. you just you don't have room to arc dodge. Like uh, so, I was playing four sabers and rampage against uh, Marcel, who was playing four barrage rocket thermal detonator k-wings essentially uh and i ps killed one on the first turn and then i was like oh i can't bail out so i just have to eat bombs okay because like turning away literally points me at the board edge already yeah. and, yeah. uh, so it, it was it was a really interesting experience yeah i remember watching that and seeing your first engage going oh god if marcel drops his bombs doug has no way out of this this board is weird because the For smaller sure. a board is the more powerful bombs become as an area denial for sure. I wonder if Marcel knew that going in. I was like, mm. yeah, I don't think so because uh, ahead of time he was super sure that I was going to absolutely smoke him because I essentially had four suture fells on the board because um, <laughs> he had all I used of my I fours. But uh, but then we both realized that I didn't have room to suture fell. So then I just had a bunch of really squishy gestures. Checks <laughs> out. So with that, uh, the flight cast will be played on the regular square map. So. That's uh, <laughs> why even play anymore? Yeah, because honestly, I'm trying to learn how to fly swarms, and I want as much space as possible for that. Nah, swarms want no space. They have to jazz you if there's nowhere else they can go. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, this weekend, the 23rd is Saturday. Yeah, I don't know. Time has no meaning anymore. I mean, they're 24. Yeah, this upcoming Saturday is the Alpha, the first of the tournaments, extended format. We are all theoretically playing in it. Some of us have yet to sign up, but I'm assured they're getting right around to it. Perhaps. Yeah. And Maybe. so we're going to talk a little bit about what we plan on bringing, why we think it's a good list, uh, and maybe get some feedback from our comrades here about how it might be improved or things of that nature. So as the person needing the most improvement, I'll start out here. Uh, right now, I'm still looking at my four Cavern Angel Zealots and two Bandit Squadron Headhunters with Tracers. It did well for me in the Mini Chlorian, but I've had problems running it into other lists, as both Alex and Greg will attest. Uh, against Greg the other night, I stupidly split my forces against a more, uh, a higher, he, he was moving second and had double reposition silencers. So I've made some bad choices with that list. But yet, I still think it's a good list as long as I can get out of my own head. I mean, in your game with me, it ended up just being a less efficient swarm, that, and more importantly, it moved second, which really hurt it. Yeah, I think what it comes down to your list trades some of its uh, swarm efficiency for being even harder for Ace to deal with, because uh, you don't really like you have six bodies instead of seven, but that's not a huge deal. But the the four three die guns, especially with tracer missiles backing them up, are terrifying for aces. Mm -hmm. And other uh, so, swarms too, like yeah, but but the lack of bodies and the frequently being out initiative make it worse against other jousting efficiency oh, lists. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So if yeah, again, I agree. It's very good against aces, and that's one of the reasons why I like it because I hate flying against aces so much. Uh, the idea that if I get a shot, it's going to be a good shot, but with possibly the prevalence of swarm lists out there, that's uh, 
That's but again, yeah, it, 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 yeah, nobody flies swarms like you. I we, we, fly, we we fly swarms. That's I would. I never go into a tournament worrying about swarms because a very small percentage of people fly them, and even small percentage of that fly them well. Yeah, but I think the bigger thing is: does the list start to suffer against like the five, the four or five ship efficiency lists? Like they can reliably PS kill an X wing. Can you still mm-hmm. come back from that? Right, and that's where I'm looking at you know other options because obviously the way this is built is very much it's not necessarily like a one trick pony, but it does one thing: it jousts, and that's not always the right call here. I don't know how to make this list any different without making it just a non-jousting list. I had been talking to uh, your father, Bob Howe, about it somewhat, because he's been flying Ozitux lately. Specifically and, with Dash, but yeah. Yeah, with Dash, but the idea of swapping out uh, this for four Ozitux and one Z with Tracers, where you get a little bit tankier, but mathematically not much, but yet you have guaranteed shots every turn. because It's definitely better in Aces. Yeah, better yeah. into aces, but I it's think even worse into other efficiency lists. Right, that's exactly what I was going to say. Taking that against something like your seven six swarm, Alex, would have been just murder because I know all too well from years of experience how much one agility shifts just vaporize against efficiency lists. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, oh, so, sorry. Uh, so Matt, you're talking about something you can change on this list. I don't think you need to change anything about the list. I think mm-hmm. like the other night if you would have, your formation would have been different. Mm-hmm. And also use your one speed maneuvers. Oh, gosh. If that's you got the, them, you, yeah. have, you have like, a huge you know, advantage over a lot of Oh, yes. Very that's, big. That's the funny yeah. thing, especially with this league format we've got, because my hyperspace list is very much like the one Doug flew with four interceptors and uh, Vermeil with Palpatine. So I'm used to, all right, I'm just going to go rocketing up the board and shoot past somebody. And then I try and do that with an X-Wing and remember, oh, that's not what they're for. I'm playing a faction that starts with R. I should be doing one straight maneuvers. So you're exactly right. That's just where I need to, I think, refine my approach to it. And hopefully I will get a league game in between now and Saturday where I can test this out a little better. Well, that's me uh, and my strategy. Doug, what about you? Uh, one last note, I would say, if you are considering the four Ozitux and Z-List, that's what she flew against me for our extended league game. And if you remember, you IPS killed an Ozitux with two shots, so like yeah. super ridiculous <laughs> variance, and you still very nearly won that game. Like, So I do think that list does have potential if, you're, if you find yourself unhappy with this one. But right. I do agree with them. It's, it does double down a little bit more against anti-ace, and is definitely worse into swarms specifically. Right. What were and, you flying to two shot? Uh, it was Poe Ray Z or Poe Ray Lulo, uh, and like yeah. Poe rolled three hits and a crit, and like was a direct. Yeah. And there, then Ray there, there got a four. Chain, a chain of directs. Oh, gotcha. yeah. Okay. Um, it, I, I did exact damage with like oh, okay. with less dice than you know yeah. he took damage or something. It, it, it was, was, crazy. It was just ridiculous there. Uh, also, yeah, you mentioned coming back from that. That was more a case of not the list versus the list, but that we got into a position where I've played against you long enough, Doug, that I kind of know where you're going to go with things, and that's where some of the blocks came in. Uh, uh, well, I mean, me. the biggest thing was, like, the strength of that list is that even something like Overdrive Duster's Poe is going to get shot at by Ozotux no matter yeah. what he does. And, um, that, that's and that same principle these... applies to all aces. Yeah, and that's honestly where I think I'm comfortable with a list is how many 
how many red dice can I put on a target if I'm moving first? And that affects how I play. I need to remember that and remember that in 99% of my games, I'm not going to be the ace. I'm going to be moving second. I'm going to be shooting or moving first, shooting first. So I've got to be able to work with that. But I think sometimes that's a strength of mine if I'm not, uh, if I remember how to play right and I don't get clever. But enough about me. Let's move over to Doug here. Uh, I have done an excellent job of deciding nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I have. Yeah. Um, So many lists here. Yeah, so uh, the first, the forerunner, I guess, the frontrunner, is uh, Sun Fock with Ensnare, two Vultures with Tracers and Struts, and four Vultures with Struts. So a seven-chip list. Essentially what I ran uh, over a year ago in St. Louis, but I get to add Tracers to it now. Um, the meta is quite different from then, so I'm not positive how great it would be, but uh, I believe people will let me ensnare them, so I'm gonna seems like a decent option. If you don't run that. Has anybody seen Sunfock within Snare since Crossroads? I'm sure somebody has. I'm sure somebody think, has, yeah. Yeah, but I think you'll probably be able to take people off guard with this. Yeah, I, I yeah. really actually want Doug to play this so I can watch it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I think the biggest thing is murder. that while Swarms are still not popular, they are more popular than they were back then, and this list is actually really bad into other jesting lists uh, because six vultures don't stand up to other jesting lists very well. Um, Ooh, without the shenanigans uh, of like the party bot or, or yeah, Dude, or, yeah. Just yeah, exactly. channel your uh oh there it goes St. Louis when we went and played there warfare uh, warfare weekend yep so just channel that because I played you and you didn't care about my swarm that's true yeah like, and I was <laughs> yeah. just like okay I guess I'll just try to point it some fact and just hope I kill it but you were just like yeah I don't care and then you just take one thing off the board at a time yeah. so just channel that <laughs> you'll be fine yeah. Uh, but so if I check it out and don't run that, I'm also I've been messing around with uh, Wedge, Ark, Nora, Jan, which is the title, and Jake uh, for a while. It's just high PS, really good at PS killing things list. Um, I've never taken Rebels to anything beyond like a store champ, so that's the main reason I might take it. It's just to play Rebels. Uh, uh, well, here's the thing: I saw that list when you put it in there, and it's almost like something clicked in my head because I've been trying to make. Uh, a list that's Wedge, Jan, Jake, and something else work. A lot like uh, Ryan Staniszewski's at Crossroads. Yeah, yeah, it's a Rebel Shotgun shotgun variant. And I thought, with the points change that Cassian uh, didn't fit in there with Leia anymore, I thought, wow, what can go in there? And I saw that you put Nora in the arc there, and I thought, oh, oh, why am I not using arc Nora more? And then... Uh, Because she's big and slow and awkward, but... But, uh, It makes your opening jazz real good, so... (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, and then my last option is to play Republic Aces, because I think they're better than people give them credit for. Uh, I'm looking at either a double R2 Delta Obi and Plo with a Chopper Luminara, or a Chopper CLT Anakid, or not Anakid, Anakin, and an Ada Obi-Wan with a 7th Fleet Gunner Lat. Um, those are probably the least likely, but that's a but third option. How do you deal with the Jedi not getting enough actions? Uh, I give it 7th Fleet Gunner, so it throws 4 dice anyway. Fair, fair. Well, I'm scared of all three of those options. Four, technically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are a very wide array of options. Um, under the assumption that I take Sunfock, the Sunfock list, I, like I said, I think other jesting lists are my biggest weakness. Um, 
Sunfock isn't actually great at arc dodging if you can point a lot of arcs in his direction. And <laughs> so you only put one person on a rock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what yeah. I found in previous experiences is that people tended to just focus the droids because they were an easier threat to pay attention to. Um, but I, I do think it does suffer if uh, if you just look at Sunfock first. Spoilers. I do hope Doug plays Sunfock because I want to see it happen. <laughs> um, not Sunfock dying, like Doug said, but I want to see the list with tracers happen. And I can't run it, so might as well make Doug do it. I want to see can't you a Nantex win. I don't know how to play those ships. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen enough Nantex winning lately. Yeah, it's been so That's long true. since I've seen a Nantex win. God, everybody's going to love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord. Yeah, it's, it. yeah, that that is interesting. I mean, the first thing I look at because I don't think uh, I don't think I ever played against your original Sunfock and uh, Six List. I think awful. maybe maybe we had a, a practice game at some it was point. So brutal. But yeah. in actual practice, uh, or in actual games on the table, when I came up against uh, Spamtex with whatever list I was flying, I didn't see as much of the boogeyman aspect of it. I realize it's st- it still was and is an amazing list. But I think the with that list the way you have it built, you pointed out exactly you don't have the TA one seventy five or Kraken shenanigans that make the vultures so much more efficient. So you've really got to, I guess, focus on their one. Uh, well, they've got two benefits in this list. They've got the struts, which makes their maneuvering interesting, and of course, network calculations, which is still one of the best abilities in the game. I feel. Oh, and, for sure. But uh, but without but, either. Two more bodies or some shenanigans like Kraken. Uh, Vultures are actually still pretty bad jesting ships. Right. Um, you know, like the, the one list that gave me the most trouble with this list back over a year ago was uh, was just a standard sinker swarm. And it's because mm-hmm. the their six ships were all higher initiative than my six Vultures. And they had a very high chance of just PS killing two of them. And then I wouldn't kill something back. And then they'd kill two more. And then my entire list is gone pretty much for almost nothing. At that point, like a torrent's worth a droid and a half mm-hmm. in that list. Like, so that's why that was definitely bad. Right. And the two die guns from the vultures become a lot more efficient against a tractored ship. Where, you know, yeah, of course, but uh, it's not how he flew the list. Yeah, right? it's actually really hard to engineer having good shots with six ships and having Sunfock instead of the same thing. It's uh, it was much more frequent that Sunfock would go bully the. The thing that was trying to flank the swarm, or whatever, or it would pick off things on the edges. Uh, and the the swarm's job was really just to soak fire until Sunfox kills enough that he can close out the game on his own. What do you think the odds of you running into medium or large bases and Sunfox meaning nothing? Um, it's I'd say it's decent. Uh, yeah, I mean, so Sunfox is definitely not worth his points against medium-large base ships, but he's not useless because it's really easy to line up bullseyes against larger base ships. Plus, um, the six droids tears into low agility, yeah. large and medium base and, ships. And the tracers help out even more there because then Sunfox shot is more liable. Uh, it's definitely not an ideal matchup, but uh, I don't think it's unwinnable. Alright. Yeah. The first thing I think of when I look at that list is just, you know, there's a big arrow above Sunfox going, kill this guy first. It's not because, easy to do, though. Right? Yeah, that's the problem. It's not exactly simple. It takes a lot to turn your list away from six droids pointed at you. Yeah. And and it really opens up uh, the door for uh, to make your opponent make a, the bad decision, the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. And so that that's I've always liked that 
get a billion droids over here, but I also have this piece that you would like to kill. Um, and people usually choose to go after the droids. Usually. They sure do. Yeah. I mean, in every part of the brain, going after the droids feels like the right choice. Yeah, they yeah. throw away more dice. There's six of them versus just the one. You can one-shot them. Like, Easier to hit, yeah. You yeah. gain stuff as you kill them. Like, it's, it takes every fiber of one's being to not turn on the droids. Mm-hmm. Which, since this isn't going out until Friday, uh, I will say that that's almost always wrong against the Sunfox form. Like, so there's the inherent risk that if you go for Sunfox and miss, you're just screwed. Like, if he gets past you, or, you know, you just right. don't hit him that turn. But if you kill Sunfox on the first turn, I lose that game 100% of the time. Oh, yeah. Six droids cannot close. You only have 120 points. points of a list. Though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, so, that's, that, that is one big thing if you're up against, uh, like, especially some uh, in snare nantex because they're not particularly arc dodgy they're just really good at taking 1v1s and then putting them like putting the other ship out of play uh but if you get three or four arcs on it there's nothing it can do and then it's a single action three agility ship and it burns down pretty quick well speaking of uh that particular swarm alex uh you've been leaning into swarms for years i think what i put in the show notes speaks for itself Alex just put in swarm. <laughs> yeah, any, that's what I've been playing. Um, any particular I'll, flavor? Uh, I'll stick with, with your the six swarm for extended, um, for sure. Hyperspace. I'll be trying out the uh, six swarm. The no, nah, I mean I have to lose the jamming beam, which is not negotiable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the V wing warthog swarm is what I'll be looking at for hyperspace. Um, if I don't like that or I can't get a hang of it, I'll probably just end up sticking with the six swarm without a jamming beam. Hyperspace as well, but seven bodies. Turns out tracers, tractors, ions are all good. I have two of each. Seven really <laughs> tanky bodies. It's really hard to kill a sick with a focus token. Um, now, yeah. so I'm trying to remember the naked cartel spacer is 28 points, 25 points. Oh, god, that's right, they went down that much. They so, started at 28. They, yeah, I started at 28. I was looking at the original points documents when they originally came out back in you know 2018. And yeah, it's fall of 2018. Oh man, how much things have changed. And that was the first thing I looked at. I was like, oh wow, three points you wouldn't think would make that much of a difference, but no one was playing the sick when it first came out. There was no reason to. Yeah, yeah no reason at all. The mining guild tie came out and was better for at everything. 24. But now with this with tracers and also just six being cheaper, the uh, fact that they have so much utility with the secondary weapons is what sets them apart as far as swarms go. Mm-hmm. Um that's playing. That's why I six of one of my favorite chips and have been since I started playing X Wing back in twenty fourteen. Yeah, that um, can't man. can't argue with it. <laughs> the utility of two tractor beams, two tracer missiles, two ion cannons is really strong. Um, I've only lost two games with it, so I don't really have a. I've played eight or ten games. I've only lost two, so I don't really have a great judge of what uh, high higher initiative jousting lists are always an issue for swarms in general. Um, I mean, one of the big reasons people are hating on six right now is because they're exceptionally there. There aren't great counters to them because yeah. it's a really tanky swarm. Indeed. So like, you, like you can't reliably PS kill it, and it's really hard to out efficiency it. So that's that's Indeed. one of the main strengths of it. So, yeah, the two games I did lose were to higher initiative jousting lists, a warthog and CLT Jedi swarm, and then a four resistance list. Um, but I said it's not a big sample size there, but it's also what I'm most familiar with. So I'll probably, if assuming I decide to play, um, I'll bring that. 
Okay. Something that just suddenly hit me when you mentioned that. Talking about swarms, every faction has their own... Rebels, not so much, but every faction has their way to do a swarm. Uh, are Separatists and Extended... I mean, Separatists and Republic the only factions that have swarmable ships with linked actions? Uh, because you've got, you know, droids obviously have the barrel rolling to calculate they can do. And then you've got both the V-Wing and the Torrent have linked actions. I mean, it depends on how you're defining swarms. Like, you can fit six ships in with mostly strikers or interceptors, and those yeah. have linked actions. Indeed. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 th- I'm thinking of, like, you know, seven or more, so sub-28-point ships uh, that... Yeah, I mean, like, the seven variants of the Empire would probably fall into that category, and those have linked actions. Okay, because the, the, the one thing I was going to say when you said there's no obvious counter to the sick, the one thing when I've flown it is that so many times I wish I had reposition into focus or focus into reposition, but that's the trade-off you get when flying a really cheap ship. <laughs> that and um, another thing the sick swarm has is it comes out to 199 points. Which uh, actually gives it an edge. A lot of swarms build right to 200, which means the I-16 will often get to choose to take first player and move first and block. That that and was our matchup blocking, exactly. If you're blocking, um, your need for focus is much less important because barrel rolling for a block is far more viable than just taking a focus token. I also okay. think uh, another strength of that list is that it doesn't have like a support ship that's giving it rebrolls, like uh, you know, like a warthog or whatever. But it's spending all of those points in tractor beams and ion cannons and tracer missiles, which means uh, there's no single ship you can target in that list to severely weaken it, uh, which is a really big strength in a seven-ship list. Um, And there's still six ships in that list that are providing something other than just their standard attack that's having an extra control effect or bumping up somebody else's offense, things like that. I'll have you know, I jammed three times in my my game against Matt. So they yeah. all contribute. <laughs> they all contributed very heavily. But yeah, uh, and Doug is a good point. And in my experience, people usually go for the tracers first, um, which I'm ambivalent towards. I really don't, don't care which ones die. The tracers usually get their tracers off before they die. So keep targeting those. Hmm. All right, well... That's pretty much we we've talked a lot about your list because you flew it at Mini Chlorian. I don't change lists very often. So. Yeah, that is true. Uh, Greg, what about you? What's uh, got your eye right now? Uh, so I'm probably going to go with the six Hyena bombers. I don't know what kinds of strats. Two with Discords. The what I took to Mini Chlorian. Um, I'm five and zero with the list, uh, but I've only played it five times, and I haven't seen. Uh, actually, I take that back. I was going to say I haven't seen a variety of lists, but I've seen aces. I've seen... Ooh, I haven't seen swarms with it. So, we'll see. But you were talking, Alex. You were saying that you would move first, and I think that's a good decision. But if I was to see that, I think I would overfly, and then I would just drop bombs. Yeah, so, I have to predict that and stop that in that matchup. Now. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's ways that I could overcome it. Um, I just haven't, like, in real life uh, played against Swarms. But... I, I do think your list would have similar weaknesses to Newt's, where particularly uh, other efficiency lists that shoot first would give you more mo- the most trouble. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Something like a, a Warthog Swarm, I think, would give that list a lot of trouble, just because uh, a lot of your points are invested in bombs. And so anything that gets PS killed before it gets to drop a bomb is a is a pretty big loss to your offense. Yeah, I've noticed. So I played one game at Minichlorish, and Emily killed 
a bomber before I got to engage, and I thought that was really going to hurt me, but it turns out my list makes its money on the second and the third round of engagement. Yeah. So as yeah, long as sure. I can get into it, but again, depending on what, now if they out-PS me, um, then, or initiative me, then uh, we'll just have to see there. So that that's that. Um, I think it's easy to fly, easier to fly. I do have to think about the mines themselves. So, but I think I can do it over six rounds, uh, potentially a second day type of deal. Um, uh, and it doesn't have too much reposition. So there's not a lot that goes into like after I move. Uh, so, uh, but I was also thinking about three silencers with ATP and uh, Molaris with uh, Terrace. I did fly that. Yeah, I did fly that against Matt the other night and it just chewed up stuff. Oh, that is so efficient. It's efficient. It's tanky. Uh, double reposition, even in initiative one. It's it's really good. Uh, but that that shuttle burns down pretty quick if I put it in the wrong spot. Yeah. So I'd try to fly it in the back, um, but we'll see. Uh, I've only ever played that one time, uh, so that kind of shows how efficient that was. Um, the one thing I think that's a good strength of that list, and I had questioned bringing the automated target priority on the uh, the silencers, but if you're going into a swarm or a bunch of small ships, you don't so much care about ATP, except for the fact that you might have to waste shots against an already dead ship, which yeah. you had to do once in our game. Where you right. killed the ship and it was the only one at range two, and the other two guys were like, well, I guess we have to shoot at it too. Right. So. Yeah. It sometimes you get stuck, but it's. I mean, that added. So with the coordinate from um, the shuttle, plus Terex's uh, calculate, plus if you missed at all the, and you had your own calculate, yeah. it's you know you're always going to have something. Yeah. The um, other thing I thought about with that list is that. You know, using the uh, advanced targeting priority as a calculate battery, you have three dice. You're not going to miss a whole heck of a lot. You're really not. No. I think it's for that range three, like uh, that first engage, or mm -hmm. you have like a pot shot at an ace or something. And, you know, then you can go into that next time uh, with your calculate. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm probably going to go with the tubs. Like, let's be honest. Uh, I, I have my history with CIS, so. Yeah. Tub, that's our tub. new chat, by the way, is Tubbs. Tubbs. Oh, so <laughs> that's probably what I'm going to do, because if I do, don't do well, just like Coruscant, then I'm just going to blame it on the fact that I didn't take CIS. Because uh, I did pretty miserable with Resistance last time. So, yeah, we're probably going to go with Tubbs. Mm -hmm. Tubbs. 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 So that's what we're bringing. Uh, out there, there haven't been any major events since we spoke last. The uh, Polish Open was the same weekend as the Mini Chlorian, but that looked kind of a lot like the uh, Coruscant and the previous uh, Gold Squadron tournaments did. One interesting thing, I was just browsing through List Fortress looking at what people all over were playing. There are a lot of non-US tournaments going on right now, even like, I'm talking like small 20-person store tournaments, but it's neat seeing what's played elsewhere. Something that jumped out at me was from a store tournament in Shanghai, China, where the winning list, and Doug, I think you might like this one, two patrol leaders, the generic decimator, 
with hull upgrades, skilled bombardier, and concussion bombs. And then a cutlass squadron, the generic Punisher, with concussion bombs, seismic charges, skilled bombardier, and trajectory simulator. That sounds like a U list. <laughs> but the idea of just, you know, I haven't flown concussion bombs yet, but the idea of having, uh, you know, you ran the concussion bombs and the bombers with the gunboat out there. Oh, they were thermals, but yeah. Was it thermals? Up there? Ah, that's right. But the, uh, the idea of the concussion bombs being able to affect the... Uh, the large area in the you must keep dropping them. I never think of decimators as bomb carriers, but that actually looked like a fun list to try out at some point. I don't think I would bring it to a tournament like uh, Flightcast to test it. You should, in most cases, never do that. At least fly your list a couple times before you go to a tournament with it. But I might want to try out some variants of that, maybe with thermals instead of concussion bombs. Because yeah, I mean, the idea there is you have so much health that getting hit by your own bomb is pretty irrelevant compared to hitting them with bombs. Mm -hmm. And you've got hull upgrade to soak it up, even if you do. I thought that was just an interesting uh, double decimator plus a punisher. You're right, that is like exactly my ideal wheelhouse of a list, so I might have to try that out at some point. But other than you know, random jank like that, what do we think we expect to see out here? Um... I wouldn't expect much different from what we saw at like Galaxies and Lima Open and stuff. I know that there's been a points update, but um, it's slow, the X community is slow to change. Yeah, and uh, we just had a Christmas break, so like a lot of people have been taking a break from XM for a little while, and this is their first real big trip back into it. Um, I'd expect to see Imperial Aces, uh, Rebel Beef, you know, a lot of your standard benchmark scum lists. Scum bullshit. Warthog swarms. Yeah, uh, I see. I, I still don't expect to see swarms very often. Well, I say swarms. Um, anything with arcs and warthog. Yeah, like the four ship warthog lists are popular. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've really enjoyed like an arc plus warthog, and it's just really good. Um, yeah, like uh, come hyperspace. I think there's a chance we could see more swarm type lists just because of how crazy hyperspace is. But yeah, uh, I think extended will still be a lot of imperial aces and scum jank and. Yeah, beefy type Republican rebelists. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, is there anything we really don't want to see out there? I know we've all mentioned that none of us want to fly our list into a swarm. I but don't, I, I don't fly my list into a swarm all day long. Alex fears nothing. We got it. <laughs> oh, I love playing in swarms. Um, <laughs> people are bad at playing swarms, and my swarm is good against other swarms. So bring it on. Oh. I don't want to see Imperial Aces just because I don't like them. <laughs> I'm going to see them, like but I just aces. I just don't like them. So in 2.0 is really crazy compared to 1.0. In 1.0, the Aces just auto-beat swarms because of all their BS mods and stuff. In 2.0, Aces or Swarms are a really coin-flippy skill matchup, and I really enjoy them. Just mm -hmm. as a, Even if I lose, I just, it's a fun game. So I, I look forward to playing Aces. Indeed there. I want Aces to get behind my swarm. True. I, <laughs> I actually want aces in front of my swarm. Well, then you two should just fly each other. Nah, it sounds like I have to think a lot more than usual. <laughs> I would prefer in a game of X-Wing. <laughs> I think. Uh, the well, thing I don't want to see, it's any of us. Yeah. Cut. Well, that's yeah. becoming less I'd also like to not play my father. Yeah, I think we're above uh, 100 players now registered. Uh, so I'm sure we'll get another influx as the week goes on. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's you know the first big tournament of the new year, so I think we're going to see uh, people coming in for that. Uh, like you mentioned, people come back off the Christmas break. Normally, I'd say everybody gets to play with all the stuff they just got for Christmas, but oh, right. So, yeah. uh, well, on the upside, we'll all hopefully be getting tax returns soon that we can stop by our local gaming store and pick up all these ships that we haven't seen over the last year. I'm like three waves behind at this point. Actually, out and uh, having to run some errands the other day, and I went by one of the local gaming stores and just kind of ducked in and saw the Django Fire Spray. For some reason, I kept thinking it was going to be in like the 1.0 big box there. And again, going, oh, that's right. It's a medium base in the small packaging. That just looks odd to me. Because I hadn't I haven't picked up a second edition fire spray. All my fire sprays were first edition and conversion kits. So I don't think I'd ever actually seen it in the small packaging. It looks weird. Yeah, it's it's impressive how much dead space there was in old X-Wing products. There's still a lot of dead space in new X-Wing products, but not nearly the same level. And that actually kind of was a little weird to me because on the board game side of things, FFG is almost known for perfect space management in all those gigantic million-piece board games they have. Uh, I think a lot of it is. Uh, most of the dead space comes in what carries the ship that actually shows it off, and it's a miniatures game, and their big selling point is that they're pre-painted minis, so I think they they make a big point to show them off. Yeah, that is very true there. You don't have to do that with like Games Workshop. You don't have to actually show off the minis if they're unpainted. Yeah. You show a picture of them. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're, they're just unassembled pieces in a box. I assume loose, because I don't play Warhammer. They're on, they're on, they're on sprues. sprues. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Talk about loose pieces. <laughs> well, with that, uh, you know, that's just kind of a quick episode as we're talking about going into a tournament. Hopefully, we'll have uh, some things to report well from the tournament. I want to say good luck to everyone who's going to be playing this weekend. And if you're not going to be playing this weekend, go on over to Gold Squadron's Twitch and uh, watch who is playing. Maybe you'll see us on stream. Heckle, Heckle who's playing via Twitch chat. That's true. Doug and or Alex always wind up on stream somehow. So. <laughs> I have not been on stream since a real-life tournament. I think I've only been on one. Hmm. But I, I, just, I recall when you guys would travel a lot for regionals. There was a just, string where, yeah, like every tournament one of us would get on stream. Yeah, it was Part ridiculous. Dion knows us. Dion's our, we're friends with Dion, so it makes it... He always knows we'll say yes when he asks us to be on stream. Somewhere in the back I can hear Dion going, We are acquaintances at best! <laughs> no, Dion's a great guy, he's, and uh, he's said close personal friend. And if he hasn't, I'm putting words in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're putting words in his mouth. I think he said that the, that we're good guys, which feels <laughs> like a reach to me. But <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Well, he doesn't know us that well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, we did bring him a shirt at Crossroads. We did. Last. Uh, we love Dion. He's great. Indeed. Um, the X Wing might not exist anymore if not for Dion. Absolutely true. It definitely wouldn't be doing as well right now as it is. No, so as always, props there. So with that, uh, any other shout outs we'd like to get this week? I would shout out Bob Howe, but he disowned me because I don't like Falcons. That's right. I never have to argue anymore. My father, Bob Howe, deserves a shout out. <laughs> Indeed. What? Shout out. Why was it the other day? My father, Bob called... Howe. <laughs> Thank you. Why was it the other day that I called you the Falcon Prince, Doug? <laughs> Oh, because somebody uh, mentioned that Bob was flying uh, Ozatux, and was like he's turned away from the Falcon. Now is Doug's time to take over. 
Yeah, I don't like Falcons that much. I, I don't like own... the Falcon Prince. The Falcon Prince is a sweet Yeah, name. but the it name is, is so right. good. Greg is right. <laughs> You're not wrong. But my Falcon. dad owns something like 12 Falcons, and I have like a measly three or four. One like, of one of each. <laughs> no, I have two Rebel Falcons. So right, I have so four. Five Falcons total. Four. Not well, right. with that, <laughs> no, uh, also, we mentioned earlier, but a shout out to our friend, Emmy Award winning Ryan Krause, who is running our local league at... You know, without being able to play or even spectate most of the game. So he's really putting himself out there to make sure we have fun. While so we're he's an Emmy Award winner. Yeah, he's an Emmy Award winner. I know, but it, it needs <laughs> emphasized. That's we. Yeah, say it again. Emmy Award Who else gets an Emmy Award winning news director running their local league? Not Gold Squadron, I can tell you that much. Oh, damn. (laughs) They're probably on a different Emmys category. That's true. (laughs) If they ever have Twitch Emmys, Dion's probably a shoe in. Dion deserves to win all of the Twitch Emmys. That is true. On that, also, uh, by the time this goes live, there's going to have been a lot of changes going on, at least in the U.S. this week. We're hoping that by the time we put this, nothing's on fire and we're not broadcasting from a burned-out husk. One of the things we are, I hope the human meat tastes okay. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So, yeah, shelter in place far away from Alex if you must. But what we want to put out there to everybody is that things are probably going to be a little heated. They have been for a while, but especially right now, uh, we're not going to get political on this podcast, but we do want to say be kind to each other. Remember that the problems that exist aren't just going to magically be solved when the status quo changes. Uh, We're dealing with a serious pandemic, wear your mask, stay home when you can, get vaccinated as soon as possible. And absolutely, positively, just remember, we're all in this together. We've talked about same team. And regardless of where you fall on the political spectrum, if you're listening to this podcast, we all play X-Wing together. We all enjoy this game. Let's remember that the person across the table from you, be it an X-Wing table or wherever you are, is a person just like you are. Be kind. It doesn't take that much effort. Indeed. And not to make light. I agree. I truly hope they're a better person than me across the table. (laughs) Not just like me, but uh, I do agree. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also not funny, apparently. Um. <laughs> no, we were, I like the cannibal comment. Yeah, Alex the Cannibal Smittle is kind of a. I'm not a cannibal. I'm just Ooh, saying. that's a if... great nickname, too. Oh, oh, there we go. It's the Cannibal and the Falcon Prince. <laughs> that's a bad <laughs> so good. Coming to yeah. Netflix 2021. <laughs> the Falcon Prince and the Cannibal. Nah, there's not. We'll find it. We'll workshop it. We'll find we'll, a way to work it. Will. We'll work it. But, uh, we'll I wouldn't pay to watch that show. Neither should you. Alex is going to be played by Army Hammer in the uh, TV oh, adaptation, boy. apparently. <laughs> That's a pop culture joke for all y'all. <laughs> is it pop culture if it's 100 years old? Army Hammer? Was a joke. Have you not paid attention to Twitter lately? We're not a gossip pie. Well, we're not going to get into that, but good Lord. It's been, I, it's been a mess. I mostly just blindly scroll through Twitter until I see somebody funny. Okay. <laughs> On that I avoid note, Twitter. For Tashi Station Radio, I'm Matt. I'm Doug. I am Alex. And I'm Greg. And Greg. we will see you this Saturday. Greg. Tubs. Tubs. Champ. Tubs. Champ. Tubs. Champ. Tubs. 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 Tubs.
Are we Tubs. talking like J. Chris Tubbs? No, we're talking no. about Tiny mm. Union Bombers Tubbs. Tubbs. Yeah. Tiny Union Bomber 5. J. Chris Tubbs. J. Chris Tubbs. No, J. Chris Tubbs. He's the Porkins of the Resistance, and I will not stand for it. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of Toshi Station Radio. Be sure to give us a thumbs up and subscribe. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Music, Spotify, and Amazon Podcasts. Follow us on our social media on Facebook at Toshi Station Radio, an X-Wing podcast. On Twitter at Toshi Station XW. On Twitch at Toshi Station X-Wing. And on YouTube at Toshi Station X-Wing. If you want to help us offset our hosting costs, you can go to co-fi.com slash Toshi Station X-Wing and toss us a few credits to help keep the hubs off our back. Stay safe, fly well, and we'll see you next episode.